This week on Dice Boys. Pull out this. <laughs> pull out. Yeah, I just want to say out. one more thing. Guy Fieri <laughs> and I do share a distaste in something. The one thing he refuses to eat. Oh my God. Eggs. Shut up about that. the eggs, and Guy dude. Fieri does not God. like eggs. I don't like eggs. Oh What's up? <laughs> Guy, at me. <laughs> No, I mean, I think the definition is that he won't at you. He won't at you because he doesn't also, he also does not like eggs. God damn it. And we share that. They're so good. They're so good for you. There's so many different varieties. I like different ways to cook them. You can cook them in so many ways. I like pancakes. Whatever, dude. Pancakes have. That's definitely not eggs. I'm not a big fan of broccoli, but I do like pizza. Come on. <laughs> There's eggs in pancakes. That's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> broccoli on some pizza. Not necessarily. There doesn't have to be eggs in No, you don't got to put eggs in pancakes. No, dude, I never put an egg to. in a pancake. Actually, most of them don't even use eggs. Biscuit tells you to. Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I make them from scratch and sometimes. And they are... That's the definitive the gospel, authority bro. on pancakes. <laughs> Neil Bisquick <laughs> decided. Nobody knows Neil Bisquick and Aunt Jemima, they are, the, they are the authorities. Yeah, I, oh I ate so God. much crusties in college. That, want, was, that was my shit. I want a <laughs> frozen French toast cinnamon okay, swirl. Okay, here's a real question, though. If you're going to eat pancakes, you have two choices with pancakes, right? You have the one plate-sized pancake, uh-huh. or you have... The stack of small pancakes. Stack of small pancakes, dude. I'm taking I'm the a stack of, of smalls, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't you have the stack of big pancakes? No. Well, because your body can only That's consume so many <laughs> calories before you become cake. a giant That's just blob more of lard for me to do. <laughs> That's just more work. The closer the food already is to a size that I can fit that in my mouth, So you're better. saying if you could get a wedge-sized pancake that was like quarter <laughs> size, yeah. like yeah. give me a bucket of 10 feet high. Like pancake yeah. Give me a bucket of those and I'll just pancake throw like baton. four sticks of butter in there. Dude, just give yeah. me like a pancake. That sounds great. Guy, what I really want though. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Blake here, and thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Uh, you know, this is our first time uh, with the new cadence, the new release schedule of going every other week instead of every week, and so uh, I just really appreciate y'all being here, uh, sticking it out, and uh, being here two weeks later to see what's going on. That being said, this is another really uh, another longer episode, so let's get right to it. Last time. Our heroes continued their quest to recover the Numos Harp by battling their way through the zombie dwarf-infested location of Woestone Hall. They fought off two waves of zombies, uh, found some cool crossbow bolts, uh, some other stuff, uh, saw some signs of more bullywugs, and just basically haven't really had a chance to catch their collective breath or figure out what the hell is even going on here, um, let alone where the harp might be. So we left off with them following the unsettling sounds of sobbing to a dark upstairs hallway riddled with more shambling dwarves. Can our heroes get past these dwarves 
or survive another battle? If not, will they discover the source of the sobbing? And will it be a potential ally or another deadly threat? And how many questions about doors can the players ask the DM in one session? <laughs> Let's find out how bananas things can get. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. So the five of you are standing there with Judas at the top of this spiraling ramp that ends at this landing, and you're looking down this long, dark hallway. Those of you with dark vision, even your dark vision only gets you about 60 feet down this hallway, and it disappears into darkness. There are doorways on the left and right of this hallway, and periodically meandering out of these doorways and across the hall and into another doorway or down the hallway and aimlessly are more of these zombie dwarves just just lumbering across the silent stone and echoing down the hallway is this sobbing that you've been following this (laughs) you know you're getting closer to it Matthias Judas turns to you and he says, I, I, can't, I, I can't see anything, but it, it sounds like... It's... it's <clears throat> and it's in that silence when you quiet him that a chill runs up everyone's spine as you hear echoing from somewhere off in the distance, you don't know where, coming up the column of this spiral rampway is just a terrible scream. A deep, just somebody in complete pain and suffering. It's like Princess Bride when they take it to 50 and it echoes across the, it echoes across the kingdom, just, and it just comes reverberating up. So you have behind you now this scream and then ahead of you, this sobbing. And Judas says, That wasn't me, I swear. Yes, no, I'm pretty certain that, that was not you. But we need to try and work on, a, um, how you say, keeping our voices down. Do we want to go into the, the feast hall and maybe talk about this? No. Buddy, uh, the feast hall? Are you serious? You about to go back down the stairs right now? I mean, there's, there's like j- j- half a dozen of these zombies. We're, we're stuck between a, a stone and a rough place. Well, let me ask you a serious question. What sounds worse, somebody crying or someone screaming? <laughs> I mean, the silent sounds of death is very terrifying to me. <laughs> and that is in front of us, so I, I do not like the zombie dwarves. Can oh, I Jesus do a, Christ. Can I do some kind of check on them to see if I think I... like? How hard would it be for me to like sneak by these things? Like either by imitating their own movements or just kind of like getting the timing right. Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, give me, give me a perception roll. That's a big uh, seven. Okay, you can't discern any pattern to to their movements because uh, it's not a fucking video game. 
Uh, yeah, I mean more <laughs> like, are they moving like slowly? So like in a way where I could like, I have like well, you, some windows to try to like move quickly. Yes, they are. They are lumbering for sure. And you you know from having encountered these creatures previously that even when they grab sight of you, they can't close the distance very quickly. Right. I already know I can outrun them. Yes, that's How- about all you know with a seven or eight or whatever it is you rolled that was under ten. But what about like? my ability to just like not not be seen by them like crash bandicoot like style how perceptive do, do they i seem? like to use a video game comparison when you just said it's not a video bandicoot. right based on your previous experience you would conclude that they're more drawn to noise than anything else but not this, initially but not this screaming sound apparently not well, um, it feels like we have to make a quick decision here, boys. Are we going up or are we going down? What if we... Okay, I'm spitballing here, but hear me out. What if we snuck down the hallway and we just closed all the doors behind them? <laughs> you know, boss, that's a really good idea. Okay. I'm going to go check on something real quick and I'm going to go downstairs. It is a really good idea. Uh, when he goes downstairs, I'm going to ready in action. What are you readying and what's the trigger? Uh, Grease. And if I see some giant fucking thing running up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. I'm sneaking. Okay. So Dodge Dodge is going down, back down the ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The spiraling ramp, which isn't really a spiral. It's like, it's more geometric. It goes in one direction, then it hits a small landing, and then takes a a 90 degree turn. It's like a staircase with ramps. Yeah. And no stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With ramps. Imagine a staircase, yeah. but they're not stairs. Yeah. They're just it's ramps. Like they're Minecraft yeah. stairs for the kids out there. There you go. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But but it's a ramp. Now we're old. So we get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So Dodge is going down. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the rest of you are... Uh, yeah, I'm ready in action and just kind of... I'm trying like, to figure yeah. out how to close all these zombies. I, too, am rooms. looking to see if, the, if there are doors... Like on the rooms. Yeah, themselves. give me give me a perception roll. Uh, yeah, I want to do that. Too. Well, starting done. out the night with a one. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a fourteen. Okay, <sighs> yeah, you you can't see the doors. You can just kind of see that the edges of the doorways. Mm-hmm. But you think that it's reasonable to conclude that if these are indeed the living quarters, as Andrika's map suggested, then they would probably want some privacy at some point. And and so I would also assume that they obviously open um, from the inside, not from the outside, because they're not Correct. open. Yeah, they're they not they, spread they would open. they would open in toward the uh, not into the hallway, but important stuff into the rooms. Door okay. discussion. Um, can I also uh, check to see? Oh yeah, I don't. I wouldn't even know that. So yeah, ignore it. Okay. I'm just all about being super quiet, and <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I don't want to go forward. I don't want to go back. I have found myself in a pickle. <laughs> hey, man. Good job. <laughs> it's kind of where we need you. Yeah. I'm all about being super quiet. All right. So I'll let you guys figure out what you want to do, how you want to skin this cat. And Dodge, you go down the ramps and emerge back through the double doors into the feast hall. Well, I'm more just wanting to look through the door of the feast hall to see if okay. there's a screaming thing in there. Yeah, so you very carefully and quietly look, and you're almost 
pummeled with the silence, the big, empty silence of this feast hall. It's darkness, and these these tables that suggested, and these giant beer silos. It's almost as though you could see the activity, the dwarven joviality that once occupied this place, and its absence makes the room even more quiet. And the doors to this room are mm-hmm. like saloon style? No, they were double doors. The, the doors... Door talk. <laughs> the doors, doors from the main important, hall... Doors are important, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the doors from the main hall... I love the doors. ...that led into this room opened up... To- it was double doors that were hinged that opened up so toward... Same as the ones upstairs, basically. Correct. I would like to barricade the door and head back upstairs. Like, you know, is it like a like a bar situation where I can just like shove something through the so, handles? No, 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 or... no. I, let me. They, let they, me... Would, they would open the doors and they would just find your barricade. Let, let me. Well, yeah, let me. No, well... no, no, no. Let me. <clears throat> let me reiterate. The doors leading from the feast hall into the main hall open outward toward the main hall. They don't right. open inward toward the feast hall. Right. So, and and you know that whatever dwarves were in here broke out at one point. Something had been, st- like, spears had been stuck through the handles. Yeah, the but door. there's also the side room. I'm not, like, super in love with the feast hall. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean... You're standing in the stairwell, essentially, the ramp right. well, and there's double doors <laughs> that open into the feast hall. So if you wanted to barricade them so that they couldn't be opened, I you would have to be in the feast hall. The mechanism by which they are separated from each other. Let's get deep in this door talk, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> no more doors. What would we talk? Like, I mean, is it like this handle doors this where I can house, just like jam gonna... some yes, things through there? Yes, they are handle doors. And yes. like, yeah, if there's like a big monster, maybe he'll smash through. But like, if it's just a dwarf pile up, it's not that big of a deal. They're not going to be able to get through, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dwarf pile-up, no, never, yeah. never a problem. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's handles that are that pull open. Yeah, so like if I put a bar through them, it'll... That's the correct. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to do that and head back upstairs. What are you going to put through them? Uh, the nearest bar. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me where the bar is. Like, I don't know, like, like really a chair. Um, like, not a chair. I mean, is there some kind of decorative metal on the wall that I can just, like, get real quick? It doesn't have to be a bar, but... Give me a perception like, roll, actually. A rectangular as you metal. Look, as you look around this room. <laughs> Something bar-shaped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 17? The only thing that you see that looks like it would... Fulfill this purpose. Would you want something. You you want something long and rod like. Yeah, like a bar. <laughs> are some pipes that are attached to these two giant silos of ale. Gotta go in there though. <laughs> and as you you kind of you're, you kind of camera zoom in on these pipes attached to it, and think, oh, those might work. And it's as you're zooming in and catching that that you hear. Echoing down towards you, another just awful, awful but scream. It, and it sounds like it's coming from the level I'm on. It sounds like it's coming from not where you are, obviously. 
uh, and it's kind of echoing through the main hall. Give me, give me another perception roll. Sixteen. If you had to guess, you would say this is probably coming from the quarry. Bum bum bum. All right, let's just. And you know that the doors leading from the quarry into the main hall have also been propped shut, uh, wedged shut with bullywug spears. Gotcha. Like maybe they heard that sound. <laughs> like they know who they know that dude. They've hung out before. Okay. They don't yeah. want to hang out yeah, with I'll that. He- dude. I'll head back upstairs. Okay. So while Dodge is down there, what are the rest of you doing? I'm crouching behind the boss. <laughs> <laughs> behind <laughs> behind who? Whoever's in the lead. I'm I'm second. Yeah. I'm just I'm not going first. Are they like going? We can see them going in and out of these doorways. Yeah. With okay. an, an aimlessness and a ab- complete absence of purpose. Or awareness. Okay, I'm gonna try to like sneak up quietly and kind of hunch over as close as I can to like one of the, I guess, first ones walking through a door. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna cast Mage Hand. And then when it goes into a door, I'm just gonna close the door. Okay. Like when it walks through the doorway, just have it close it from where I'm standing. Okay. So you take a couple steps into the hallway mm-hmm. and you just hear. <laughs> echo down and you watch as this zombie dwarf are you trying to be stealthy you're obviously trying to be stealthy no dude i'm like screaming really loud. <laughs> yeah. give me a stealth roll naked you watch as about a dozen feet ahead of you one of these zombie dwarves just meanders into this meanders into this doorway you see him disappear into the doorway and so you go to mage hand and pull the door shut, and he comes out towards you. And starts lumbering. Alok. What are you doing? What are you doing? You can see a couple more coming out of doorways up ahead. Boss, they're coming. (laughs) I start to backpedal down, down the ramp. Matthias, Judas grabs your elbow and says, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, I believe that we have been uh, found. How many do we notice? It's impossible to say. You don't know if you saw the same ones over and over. You know that there's at least three because there's two coming down the hall and one almost right on top of you. Question. Yeah. Now that the door has been shut, what is the... It didn't shut. It yeah. slammed into his body. Okay. Um, have I gotten a good view of the door? Um, I, not unless you came out into the hallway. God, please. Door talk 2020, baby. <laughs> what color is the door? No, I don't know. Was a little peephole in it? What I want to know is what is the what clearance? What from. is the clearance of the door from the ground? Like uh, in centimeters? Or yeah, yeah <laughs> centimeters, inches. Just give me a unit of measurement. I'm gonna Cubits, say. I'm fine with it. I'm gonna Just say an inch. Okay. I I'll, I'll be hundred percent honest. With that. I may be a bad DM. I did not plan that detail. Cool, great. Dope. Well, you know, to be fair though, this is a dwarf place, so the craftsmanship is exquisite. So we should right. assume right. that everything is built perfectly to code. 
and yeah, they didn't, they didn't code. source out shit. So let's just look up dwarf code. Like, in I'm the sorry, DM. you weren't on the like, email that this be, episode was I mean, all about be dwarves. Just like, <laughs> like flush with the. That's floor, why I asked. It's so That's why I asked. I uh, wanted to know. I want to know how thorough were these dwarves? Did right, they build it? Okay. Yeah, so they're no. fine with like it's being really a important drafty. to know what the. Do you have a little beanbag draft snake underneath that bad boy? Definitely. All right, a bunch of towels under there. I'm not going to have you roll initiative yet, Yon Yon. What do you want to do? Dodge, you're coming up the ramp. You can hear the increased sounds. Well, it seems like the situation is up or down again. What would you all like to do? Quickly. Yeah, you're gonna have to make a decision very fast. Hey, y'all, let's go. Let's go back to the. Uh, let's go back to the dining room. Yeah, I'm. I'm already on my way back down. It's safe down there. I'm convinced. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll. If everyone's running downstairs, I'll run with them. Okay. Well, before we start running, I'm going to start like clapping my hands and just like screaming like, hey, anybody see any of them ugly ass zombie dwarves? Uh, there's oh a bunch of them God. up here. Uh, if you could, if, if somebody could help, that'd be great. And also a crying lady. What are you doing? And then I'm going to head downstairs, <laughs> like run downstairs as fast as I can. All right. Uh, other than you then, Dodge, everyone give me perception rolls. What? Wait, real quick. What is with you just like running into a place and screaming a bunch of shit and then running away? Stop doing that. Call tactics. What's with you running into a hallway and thinking that you can be sneaky and then shutting the door into a zombie? <laughs> Dude, if that worked, that would have been that fucking been rad. Yeah. He rolled a 19 on his yeah. perception, that which has a significant minus to it as well. We're, we're rolling for what? Stealth? Perception. Oh. Uh, I rolled an 18. Okay, so 16. as everyone is making their way down and Dodge starts yelling, Yon Yon, you see a total of seven of these zombie dwarves flood into the hallway. And just coming out of the darkness into the edge of your dark vision and coming down the hallway toward you all. Thankfully, you know that you're fast enough to get away from them before they can catch up. But So um, are we going to run to the bridge and then just lead them there? Is that your plan, Dodge? As I'm just like holding all my shit, body slippers, like fucking running down these. No, stairs. just get, just get in the dining room. It's a ramp. Just get in there. All right, you're right. Uh, ramping down these stairs. I'm like kind of running, but then stopping and like turning around and taunting them. Okay. Uh, given the downward momentum of these dwarves, I believe that the bottom of the landing would be the perfect time to cast grease. If you, I mean, you are planning on it, so I think if you cast the grease at the bottom, they would just shoot out into the main area. Yes, but then we don't have a way to get back up, and I don't want everyone to start slipping all over the fucking place. <laughs> no, I mean, we can make our way through. There's, there's many op- options. I'm sure there's flour. <laughs> They're coming down the ramp towards you guys as you're We can talk about the final points, but let's keep going. <laughs> I don't cast So these. you emerge through the double doors that lead from the bottom landing. And, oh, I should reiterate that this ramp continues downward. There's another floor below this. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that one. Uh, <laughs> We're hiding in the feast hall. <laughs> so, if you want, you could continue down further, or you could just go into the into the feast hall. We got we to gotta take out the trash here. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as we bust through the doors, I'm going to grab Alok's arm and like pull him right to the left of the doorway Whoa. with me. Let's okay. go, buddy. Stay in here. Yeah, yeah, they won't see us. Right here with me. Okay, and you can hear <laughs> echoing down this ramp well. Uh, I run into the feast hall, and I 
look at Dodge and I look at Alok. What's the plan here, guys? And you hear <laughs> echoing down as well behind these. And then all of a sudden from the other side, the scream. Does it sound like the again. crying is getting closer? No. Well, what's, what's, your, um, what's your move here? Yeah, you guys burst through these double doors, <laughs> and you you know that you can prop them shut if you wanted to. I'm, or just, we could just, I'm just getting ready to hit something. Fight them in okay. this doorway. All right, let's roll initiative. All right, we'll fight them in the doorway. Let me write down all seven of these. Hey, do you guys actually not know what we're going to do here? No. It's a classic funnel yeah. technique, I assume. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm familiar. I've played games before. I wish I before. had Fireball. All right, Dude, I wish, Dodge. I wish I could. I wish I was, I was a little. I got a big uh, four. Biggle. Twenty-one. Yon Yon. Uh, eighteen. Alok. Seventeen. Matthias. One. We needed those high. We needed wow. those high rolls. And Judas says, "What are we doing? What are we doing? What's going on? I can't see anything. Get over here, Judas. Okay, I just hide under one of the tables." No, I'm living my own life. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, don't let me talk <laughs> you out. Is that poor boy? I was going to say that every single time he gets in Right, Biggle? Like and he, Biggle, you can see he tries to look toward you, <laughs> but he can't see in the dark. Yeah. And so he just looks like what are you looking three at me feet for? to your right. I don't even acknowledge. <laughs> and it's at that moment that the first couple of these zombie dwarves <laughs> come into the room. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do, Biggle? Uh, I pull out three stones from my satchel, mm-hmm. and I light them up, and I am going to throw one at this first zombie that comes through the door. Okay, great. Go ahead and make an attack roll. <laughs> this is the worst game. <laughs> Did you roll another one? I rolled a Almost. fucking two. Okay. So today, I've rolled a one, a 20, a two, and a 14. I'm just sounds about all right. Over sounds about map. average. All over the map. Yeah. Like, so yeah, do the math. You man. light it up and throw it right over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Right behind me, it just slips out of my. Hand <laughs> <laughs> so I go to throw it. I'm gonna duck behind uh, the table. Okay. Like behind a chair on the other side of the table. And in that brief moment of light, when you do these stones illuminate when you when you mm, do this, like very very dimly like okay. it's not enough to light up the room at all okay but it's enough for judas to see these things coming out and he just goes oh shit oh shit you all can see him clutching his sword even tighter yon yon what would you like to do um they're closing in so they're like coming out of the door they're peeling out of the doorway. yeah yeah you know what to do man yeah i'm gonna cast grease <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no shame. So I'm going to say that the first, <laughs> the first three yeah. of these seven. Me too, man. Lube it up. What's the spell save DC on that? Uh, it's going to be 13. Okay, yeah. So this area of Greece appears in this doorway, and all three of these charging, lumbering, hungry zombie dwarves <laughs> slip in this Greece. Alok, what would you like to do? Um, Back them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm, I'm a fi- fixing to do that. Uh, I'm going to run over and swing my longsword. 
Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, so you run up to one of these slippering, rolling around, greasy zombie dwarves, and you can see the whole right side of its face has just completely decayed away and fallen off. So the left side is still kind of rotted flesh, but the right side is all just kind of skull. All right, scene. Oh, you have advantage because he is prone. You don't even roll the right dice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, was that like a D4? (laughs) It sounded like a D4 from this side. (laughs) You're rolling for damage a little too soon there, Chief. It's given. He he is ready, though. He was not lying. Roll again. Okay. There it is. That's an 18. 18. Hits. And that is a 12 damage. <laughs> yeah, so you, in the darkness of this room, your dark vision giving you just enough sight to see this grotesque scene of these zombie dwarves rolling around, you just thunk your sword right into the center of its skull and split it in half like a melon. Wipe yourself off, man. You're dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rush hour. What? Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, these other four one rush hour four one. zombie dwarves are going to come into the grease and have to make saves. Oh my god! Best spell in the spell book, baby. I rolled a two, a three, a seven. That's how you do it. And a seventeen. So here's what happens: the other four come down. The first three of those. Now there's just a pile of greasy decaying dwarf flesh that the last one walks across. He walks across all his friends and attacks you, Alok. 17 hits. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Max damage. Seven slashing damage as he rakes his rancid claws into your flesh. How did he do that? (laughs) I'm the smartest one here, he says. No, I'm kidding. They don't talk. The other three that were slipping around in the grease stand up. Well, no, one of them's dead. Uh, so two of them stand up, and Alok, I'm sorry, you're the only one there. They're going to wail on you, dude. Yeah, two more hits. Wait, so, yeah, don't they spend their action getting up? No, they spend half their movement standing up. Oh, my goodness, you are so fortunate. I rolled a one on both of those attacks. So you take four more damage. Ball don't lie. Total. (laughs) Ball don't lie. But at this point, with them surrounding you and this greasy mob of zombie dwarves coming at you, I need you to give me a strength saving throw as they are trying to pull your hulking body down and they are baring their teeth. Mm, Seven. (laughs) Oh. You are grappled by them now. Help. (laughs) Dodge, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and you can um, see Alok getting swarmed in the darkness. And I'm going to go give, oh, give hey. one of the grapplers a, the old stab attack. Okay, hold on. What's up? You did four damage there? Yes. Oh, I, I missed that. I'm sorry. I'm out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You guys all see Alok fall into the grease. And all these zombie dwarves just kind of dogpile onto him. Burying their teeth. I'm going to just stab into the pile. 
Okay. That's a 15. You stab one of these dwarves right through his shoulder blade. That's with the dagger? Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. Eight. You stab right through him. Bits of flesh and stuff come flying off, but he seems unaffected or just completely unfazed. I'm not moving. I'm going to try to, like, I'm just going to, like, reach in there, and I'm trying to fight them off of him. Okay, great. Matthias, what do you want to do? Can I see anything of Alok? Yeah, uh, you can You can see bits of him um, as these zombie dwarves are starting to pile around him, and it doesn't look good for him. I'm going to look at Judas. Mm-hmm. Holy Judas, fuck! Holy fuck! You need to stay calm, but you need to guarantee to me that you will help me when I get out of this, please? Yes? Yeah, can absolutely, you do absolutely. I'm here. Let's do it. This is going to get weird. Okay. And I am going to run and dive into the group. Okay. To grab my arms around Alok. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Druidcraft and set the grease on fire in hopes to distract the dwarves. And give enough time to pull him out of the flames. Okay. The rest of you watch as it... All of a sudden, this room is just illuminated by a bluish, yellowish flame that comes off this grease. Just this big flaming pool. And in the center of it is Alok's body. And Alok, you're going to suffer one death save. It's fucking lit. While you take this flaming damage. But... Matthias has slid in there and like a bowling ball into pinballs just knocked into these dwarves. Are you trying to drag him away? Yes, I'm trying to at least move him as much as I use the rest of my movement to try and get him away. Yeah, so I'm going to say that two of these zombie dwarves are going to get attacks on you as they... Yep. Yep. Good with it. Ooh, first one misses. And the second one misses. Go ahead and roll damage on all these fools. Um, I'm going to say just a D6 fire damage. Uh, Two. Okay. And I assume I take two? That's correct. And Dodge, you're kind of standing on the edge of this. It lights up your eyeballs as this fire. (laughs) And you guys all hear Judas say, No! He looks like he's wanting to help you, Matthias. Biggle, it's your turn. Okay, I am hiding behind one of these chairs. Mm-hmm. And now this light just throws yeah. your shadow on I the wall. I take this opportunity. I'm going to peek up onto the table. Do I see any like silverware implements, anything like that on the no, table? No, not on the table, no. There's nothing. No, the tables are completely bare. All right, I'm going to hurl a stone at one of these. Uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. guys. We got a three. Oh my god! Yeah, it just just goes through this tangle of limbs and bodies, and, I'm gonna and disappears run, into the fire. I'm going to run towards the kitchen. Okay, great, Matthias. You feel a presence run up next to you, and Judas swings at one of these two zombies that just attacked you, <laughs> and misses. That was also a two. The rolls are not going well for the heroes tonight. Yon Yon? Uh, I'm just going to cast uh, Firebolt at one of them that's like any one of them that's like uh, hindering uh, Matias' movement while yeah. he's trying to. Yeah. 
collect a lock. Go ahead and make that attack roll. So adding to the fire, illuminating the room, you throw it and it just goes right over the bot, right over this pile of bodies. Yeah, roll the seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alock. That's all. Alock, give me another death save. Thirteen. All right, that's a success. Two of these zombie dwarves start clawing at your body to Alock to try and pull you back. And good thing I'm heavy. Matthias, give me a strength save. Contested by theirs. That's going to be a 16. All right. Yeah, the highest I rolled for them was a 13. Yes. I love this, too, because you, like, have stated, you're like, I don't look like a strong no, I am person. No, I am gaunt as hell, but I am in, like, I am in savior mode. Yeah, you're in mom mode right And now. Yeah. another one of these is going to attack you, Matthias. Come at it. And I don't think an 11 hits you. Nope. Nor does a 12, because they have a plus three, not a plus two. And the other one's going to attack Judas and slips and falls back in the grease. He rolled a one. You're welcome. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> On accident. Turns out when I roll shitty for the bad guys as well, it kind of evens it out. Dodge, what would you like to do? I'm going to... This clusterfuck is... Yeah, I'm going to stab at the guys that are trying to grab Alok back. Yeah. That's like a nine. Oh, my God. That's a nine? Yeah. Yeah, you hit him. Exactly like a nine. Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. You just carve a big chunk of decaying flesh off this thing. And you can go ahead and roll sneak attack damage on that as well. Sweet. For seven. Okay. You rolled your sneak attack? Yes. Oh, boy. What if I had said eight? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have mattered. (laughs) Level two trouble. Matthias. Um, I imagine that I am on the ground, kind of like clawing my way, holding yeah, a like, lock. Like knees scraping on the ground, yeah, it's, arms scraping on the ground. There's just flames everywhere. I'm on fire. The grease is still on fire. We're working our way out of it. We're almost out of the grease. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to use my action, all available movement to try and push a lock out of it. Okay. Like outside yeah. of it. And then if I have anything left, I'm going to try and claw my way out. I want to prioritize him. Okay. Judas sees you doing that, and he comes to your side. I just need you to give me a strength roll to see how well you can kind of push him away, because Alok's body is much bigger than yours. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Yeah, you just kind of roll him behind you. He's just too big. Proud of it. <laughs> Keep running, uh, boy. If you want to, you can continue to drag him further away, but they'll, uh, these zombie dwarves will get to attack you. Okay, am I out of the grease? At this point, um, yeah, you've backed out of this spit. You pulled A-lock out of it, too. I'm just going to pull out my plow handle and just ready in action to attack the next one that goes after him. Okay. And that's it. Okay. I'm not going to Shlela. I assume that's my... So, yeah, you're just, your, your movement was to just kind of drag him a little bit. Yeah. And then your, your action is to ready to attack one of them that tries to attack him. Do I get flame damage? Yeah, go ahead and roll D6 again. Flame. Six. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Burn him. Burning dude. All right, great. And there you just hear that and then off in the off in the distance you hear a again and you hear the sobbing echoing down. And slowly off the distance you all hear Uh Biggle. I run into the kitchen and I am I'm pulling all the drawers. Yeah. Silverware's clattering. A drawer of any like metal stuff falls on the ground. Yeah. I'm going to uh, begin to 
build it into a construct. What kind of MacGyver nonsense is this? I'm casting animate construct and I'm doing it uh, without a pre-made construct. So it is weaker than a normal construct. But I'm just, I pulled out this drawer. All this silverware has tumbled over. And you grab four forks and you kind of meld their tops together. (laughs) And so it's... Putting them together and it's going to take my entire turn to build this It's like this tripod of forks Mm -hmm. with one fork sticking forward. And they're 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 not small little chintzy forks. They're big, like what yeah, you would stick into a yeah. Christmas ham yeah. forks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are serious implements. Yeah. These are fucking dwarven forks, man. And this thing looks ready for battle now. It is ready for battle. And <laughs> Matthias, it's also like you better believe it, son. You watch as Judas, uh, in an attempt to help you, swings at another one of these dwarves. Oh my god. He does hit. <laughs> he rolled a one for damage. Yon Yon, your turn. Just gonna hit him with the bolt. <laughs> what your boy's got? It's gonna be a thirteen. Hits. That's the wrong one. <laughs> uh, for five. All right. You watch as one of these as one of these things just just is consumed in, completely in flame and just almost melts down into the grease. Alok, give me another death save. It's an eleven. All right, that's another success. Hey. One of these zombies is going to try to grab you, though. Alok, Matthias, would you like to attack him as he does so? Absolutely. That's going to be a fifteen. Yeah, hits. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. It's going to be four. All right. You dissuade him from being able to get to Alok. Unfortunately, two of them are going to attack old Judas. Oh, my goodness. I rolled a seven and a four. Like a ninja, Judas. Ah, not today, you idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Jumps out of the way. And two of them are going to attack you, Dodge. What? That's no good, sir. Did I get critted? No. So you take five damage from one and three from another. Okay. Eight total as their claws tear into you across your forearms. And it's not all of my HP. I need you to give me a strength saving throw. Oh, God. They're going to pull you in, dude. it's, It's a four. All right. Yeah. They grab onto you. You can smell their rancid breath as they pull you closer. Oh, get out of here. Oh. Matthias. Uh, I want to grab Dodge and try to pull him back out. Okay. Give me a strength roll contested by these two. Come zombies. at me, dog. That's a 10. Yeah. Unfortunately, their strength combined is too high of a hurdle for you to surpass. Wish I had that inspo. That'd be nice. Um, yeah. And I guess I will roll some fire damage. Yeah, I'll roll some fire damage. That's what I'll do. Roll that six fire damage. They're going to die to burn them out. So you watch as another one just completely (laughs) incinerates in the grease fire. The second one, its body ignites and it (laughs) chomping in the burning grease. The remaining three, one of them on Judas, two of them on Dodge, have kind of stepped outside of the grease fire at this point and aren't going to take any damage from that. Biggle, yeah, in the kitchen. Let's go. I swoop up my little 
fork creation. Oh my god, I don't even know what this nonsense I is. I bust right. out through the door. I run as John far as style. I can go and throw my construct through the air. Okay. And now it is going to annihilate these zombie dwarves. Yeah. That just happened. You guys all <laughs> yeah. just kidding. You guys all see as catching the firelight and arcing through the it's beautiful. It's like a unicorn. There's some shitty bent utensils flying through the air. <laughs> Are some forks? And it's just it's a gonna, handful of forks. Uh, okay, here's the visual that I want to create. Okay, I'm throwing <laughs> it through the picture, air. Please. I'm going to use the attack roll of the construct to determine whether this succeeds or fails. But I want it to just stick into one of these zombies and attack it. Okay. So it uh has an it has an AC of twelve. Uh it has seven hit points. Okay. And it has a plus three to attack. Okay. So here we go. Please. It's a nine. All right. Yeah. It sticks like okay. a like a briar right into the chest of one so of these. So we do one D four plus four. Yeah. It's five damage. <laughs> <laughs> You rolled a one? Yeah. Holy smokes. This thing it is just annihilating sticks for right sure. into one of these zombies. The good news in is... In its back, so it can't get it. The good news is it rakes its pokey... I guess it's all pokey. It's all, Damn, it, it's all a rake. It rakes yeah. one of its... You don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. It's a food one rake. One of its appendages yeah. into this zombie dwarf's neck. And yes. The head <laughs> topples off. Tight. It fucking flexes its fork arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hell yes. I've been waiting to do this for so long. I've been waiting to throw garbage. And Judas says, Hell yes. And he swings and misses again. Oh my God. You really want us to like this guy, Blake. At that point, he's starting to regret living his own life. Yawn, yawn. Send it and do this. Just hit him with the the boy again. Uh, That's going to be 16. All right. Yeah. That hits. Or three damage. All right. Which one were you attacking? The one attacking Judas or the two attacking Dodge? Two attacking Dodge. I don't give a fuck about Judas. Okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Alok, another death save. 13. All right. You are no longer in danger of dying, but you are still unconscious. This zombie dwarf is going to tear into Judas for four damage. And he yells out and he says, I'm all right. I'm all right. I got him on the next one. The other two are going to swing into you, Dodge. They're both going to bite you. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Because they have grappled you. One of them misses and accidentally bites his friend. You're like, oh, no, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How you like that? With a solid bite and tears his friend's arm off. There's a lot of rolls that kill me here, you guys. Most of them. The one that just lost his arm doesn't notice because he's going to sink his teeth into your sweet, sweet flesh for nine damage. Yeah, I'm out. Out, out? Out, out. Like dead, dead? Out unconscious. Okay. Okay. How's that five? Damn. Yeah, you guys watch Dodge fall. Matthias. How many are left? There are three. Two of them are feasting on Dodge and one of them is trying to feast on Judas. And the two feasting on Dodge are in the flames? No. None of them are in the flames anymore. Okay. 
and this this fire has died down to like a low blue light and it's casting this eerie glow on the room and you can hear just the of these two zombies i've got the the plow handle that i had readied before and Mm -hmm. it lights up with magical energy and i'm gonna run and just golf swing at the head of one of the ones that's on dodge great go ahead and make an attack roll Ten. That'll hit. Yeah. Nine hits, bro. Nine's what you're looking for, um, baby. Uh, and that's gonna be four ten. So this is the one that is currently feasting yep. on him that just had his arm torn off. Yep. You come down and you golf swing yeah. its head and just knock it. Yep. That's right exactly off. what I was hoping for. And the other one turns to you with an arm in its mouth, a decaying zombie arm in its mouth. And there are two of these things left. And I smack the plow handle on the ground to try and draw its attention. Oh, great. Love it. You should have inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's really working on you're it. The only, you're the only reason everyone's still alive, I think. Biggle. Hey, dude, what? All right. Rude. Uh, a safe distance. Just. So I'm going to. Biggle is going to throw another one of these magical stones. Okay. The one on Judas or the one on Dosh? The one on Dosh. Okay. That's going to be a 19. A tw- that's going to be a 20. Nine hits. This thing turns its head toward Matthias mm-hmm. as he's clank, 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 smacking on the ground, and you can see it's got this decaying zombie arm in its mouth, and you... You throw this stone right through its forehead. He takes and you hear it, eight damage. You hear it kunk, clatter on the back wall. And it just wide-eyed falls over onto Dodge's unconscious body. Forkenstein. <laughs> that's, that's your construct's name? That's my construct's name. And it gets to attack? And it gets to attack. Okay, so it dislodges itself from the, <laughs> the one that it, <laughs> that it yeah. just killed and <laughs> skitters over. Yeah. Skitters over to the one that's attacking Judas. Yes. The price is gold of your face. Skitters. Uh. Oh yeah. That's gonna be okay. So it has plus three. So that would be a seven. It misses. Okay. Its forks can't penetrate the thick cloth that this zombie dwarf wore in a former life. I'm disappointed. (laughs) In Forkenstein. Yeah, in Forkenstein. Yeah. That's what I get for arranging this construct at the last minute. Yeah. And Judas says, I took time out of my day to create you. I'm not going to keep him long term. Existential dread fills Forkenstein. <laughs> no, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> He's unaware of his own reality. Oh, or no. What do, you, what do I do? Scoot I will be destroyed. <laughs> ah, fuck. Yeah, join the club. Uh, you all watch as Forkenstein misses in Judas pulls the sword back and it, and for a moment he takes his eyes off the zombie dwarf and he looks at Dodge unconscious and he looks at Alok unconscious and you hear him mutter something and it's it's as though he's quoting something and he says and she looked upon the corruption and wept for this was not of her and he brings the sword down on the zombie 
and misses. <laughs> Classic. Yon Yon. You want to finish this thing off? <sighs> yeah, dude. Uh, I'm going to cast Toll of Death this time. So okay. this last zombie sees like my eyes get all white and like this vi- like just fucking just Yeah. So Grim Reaper status coming at him. Through the the screaming and the <laughs> the sobbing and the the smoldering, you all also hear a boom boom as Yon-Yon's eyes turn white and only he hears it. Oh, only yeah, he hears yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he missed his save. Oh, that's right. That's how, yeah, that's how it works. I forgot. <laughs> I rolled a five. Oh, no yes. more missing. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> that's going to be 10 damage. All right. 10? Yeah. Where was that this whole time? It combusts. It falls apart as though somebody put a firecracker inside of its chest. I wish I had taken some damage so I could suckle on that life teat. <laughs> and Judas what? looks at you. Well, Judas. that was your choice to be at a safe distance and just throw fire bolts the whole time. Hey, I killed two fucking dudes, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was... Or Forkenstein is fine, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Judas looks at you all and says, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> and you can hear the... They're dead. <laughs> you can hear the... <laughs> the sobs coming from upstairs and the... Periodically, still from off in the distance. Hey, everybody, Blake here, and Wow, things got kind of hairy there for a second. Um, Just so you all know, when we were sitting down to record this, I had a moment of panic. I was like, I I shouldn't have thrown this last wave of zombies at them. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna kill them all. I'm they're all gonna die. Uh, Somehow they managed to live again. These guys never cease to impress me or surprise me. Um, anyway, uh, I don't have much to say except for just the other day, it was my birthday, and I turned years old, and um, you know what I want for my birthday? I want to hear from you. Yeah. Yes, you. Uh, I mean, you can write us a review if you want. That's always great. That uh, helps us know kind of what things people enjoy about the podcast, so we can lean into those elements more and more uh, as we move into the future. Or you can uh, reach out to us online. Um, we have, you know, as I've mentioned many and many a time, uh, you know, we are on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Uh, but I, I would love to hear from y'all and uh, where you're from, answer any questions y'all might have. Or it's just, you've all been so great and wonderful and supportive and encouraging so far. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Reach out. Let's stay in touch. You know, let's, let's be friends. Let's sit at the proverbial table, the metaphorical table of the internet, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying thanks, and uh, yeah, you should reach out to us. Um, You know, that's it. That's it for now. Um, Let's check back in with our players as they attempt to get some rest and lick their wounds. And yeah, let's head back to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some more dice.
So you all watch as this last undead dwarf corpse just bursts and bits of his body fly about and there is no more movement. There is just somber blue flame of the druid craft that Matthias had cast on this grease pile. It's burning away at these corpses and it's casting an eerie glow up into all your faces. Alok is laying unconscious on the ground and Dodge is laying unconscious on the ground. Dodge, I need you to give me a death saving throw at advantage. Oh, shit. Ten. All right, that's a success. But Judas turns to you, Matthias, and he says, I did it. I, I, don't, I didn't know what you were doing. I, I, I tried to help. I, I'm sorry. I, is Alok okay? What's. Do you understand the healing arts? I believe that we should uh, get to a safe place in order that these people can heal. Yeah, I, whatever, whatever I tap into, I don't, I, I can't do it anymore right now. Uh, and he looks over and he sees Dodge. We should try and stabilize him, though. Yeah, and I'm already, I was, I'd move over to, towards Dodge and begin to try to stabilize him. Yeah, yeah, and you see he has these just, like, gaping wounds on his arms from where he'd tried to stab into the dwarves and then they'd reached out and clawed at him. Just these channels of oozing flesh on his forearms. And go ahead and give me a medicine check to try and stabilize these wounds and keep Dodge from bleeding out. It's going to be a 21. Yeah. You tear apart bits of your, this black, robe like that you're wearing. Again, yeah. yeah. I pull Without off like even... a bow from, from my big sun hat and like wrap it around like uh, nice. subpuncture wounds to yeah. try to soak up some of the blood or right. slow it down. Yeah. And you do a, you do a very, a very yon yon scientific cold, uh, just very focused on the task. He'll be fine. And yeah, you, you're able to stabilize Dodge. But he's still unconscious and Alok's unconscious. And as you're all standing there, you hear <laughs> this sobbing echoing down the ramp well. I don't think we're going to be able to make it far with two of our party members dead. We can... Not dead. <laughs> unconscious. Unconscious. Yeah. I don't think we can... We can make it anywhere past this, past the dining hall or the feast hall. I said we board up the doors and we rest here and take watch. What is the situation with the cart that was in the rooms that we we're just in? It's a pretty big cart, and it still has a bunch of stones piled up in it. So we will forget the cart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is a non-starter. Um, like it, it looked like it was probably it would take multiple. Piece of burden to to drag this thing. I believe that our best option would be to go up this the ramp uh, and find one of the rooms and bar it up and try and uh, wait until our party is more stable. I feel like if we take them up, this, as hard as it might be to drag a lock up, you know, a ramp. I think if we are caught in that situation with this thing that is crying, then we're all going down. We can't so step the, into a situation we don't understand. You are afraid of the, the crying thing? She just says, yeah, I don't know. I, clearly somebody needs our help. I just don't know what, what I can do to help them right now. Well, what is the door situation with the, uh, the, the, the kitchen? And at that, you all look over. And Big uh, you've been in there. The kitchen is a bit of a mess right <laughs> now, but... Uh, 
I mean, I I'm sure we verse. could. It's uh, fine. I'm sure we could. Uh, you know, take a load off. Gussie's a place off a bit. You know, find some joy in the space. I mean, I'm not gonna go that far, but. Uh... <laughs> so you want to move to the kitchen? Let's. You think this is? I mean, if it is a defensible position, then yes, it is close. It is not a. a there's no, there's no weeping there. There's also no screaming from the other doors. It is often no. You who, can, you can definitely hear all that stuff in the kitchen as I'm sort of wrapping Alok's arm over my shoulder and starting to okay, drag him. Okay, which is almost the size of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can I get a little help over here? And Judas says, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll help you." And he runs over and grabs Alok's other arm. Cool. Yeah, and I'm kind of just pick, start dragging I, like, his body to the kitchen. Up. Dodge, I kind of like throw him over my shoulders and start like walking okay. to the kitchen. Great. So you guys kind of all make your way into this little kitchen and you feel like you can barricade the door well enough with enough of the like there's there's an island that you can move over in front of the door. Mm-hmm. It's got a beautiful wood block on top. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there was the aforementioned stool that you that went up to the shelves and you could pull some of the shelves down. You you can, you can, there's enough accoutrement in here for you all to be able to create a significant enough barricade to get some, get some rest. Do you set up a watch? Uh, yeah, I'll take, I'll, I'll take the first watch. I'll take the next one. I would take the next watch as well. Are we going long rest here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting in here, man. <laughs> And it is you you know it, nap it was when you first came into the hall into Wostone Hall it was it was twilight at this point you know that the sun is set it's been long enough it's been quite the journey for you just to get here to begin with bought so much stuff you did <laughs> and it's with that awareness and that exhaustion that everyone else just kind of falls into place yeah, yeah. falls to sleep and yon yon you're left there in the silence you can still kind of hear the sobbing. Yeah, I am very, like very, very subtly, very on listen duty. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. if I anything, like I have my ear like super close to that like barricade, and I'm just any steps, anything moving around. Yeah, give me a perception roll. That's gonna be an eight. You notice that the screaming has stopped. So the only thing it sleeps <laughs> as everyone else falls into slumber. But you still, I still hear it crying. You can still very, very subtly hear it. And after about an hour or so, just with this very distant <laughs> crying, sobbing in the distance, and everyone else either asleep or unconscious, you hear a tapping on the kitchen door. Very quiet. And then you hear some muffled voices you hear it again a little bit louder you hear a voice hello yeah you kind of walk up to the door up to the back side of this barricade that you you all have built you just hear right on (laughs) and then you hear some muffling again it sounds like it, it absolutely sounds like there's some of these bullywugs on the other side of the door. And they sound like they're arguing with each other at this point. All right, I open up the barricade. 
slightly. <laughs> so you <laughs> you drag the island away from the door a good three inches so that you can crack the door open and you pull the door open into the darkness and you see this tiny little bullywug head kind of peeks its eyes its big yellow and black eyes into the crack and you can see that there's three of them total. There's this one that's right up on the crack, and there's two more behind him. He just says, and then pokes a hand, a little reptilian hand, through this crack in the door, this palm up. And there is what looks like a little, like a bonbon in the palm of his hand. Is it gestures in golden foil? <laughs> gestures towards you and says, All right, take it. From him. He pokes his hand in again. This time he's holding one between two fingers. His slimy little reptilian fingers. You watch as he throws it into his mouth. And all saliva dripping in his mouth. And I eat it too. I take the candy out and put it in my mouth. Okay. He says, you understand me now? I do. I understand you now. We should talk. Come inside. He looks back at the two. He says, you are killer of dwarves. I feel safer on this side of the door. What? What happened here? You killed dwarves. Betty said she would kill dwarves. Betty did not kill dwarves. Now, we stuck with more dwarves and meaner dwarves. Betty not know how to kill dwarves. Betty lied. We not all happy with Betty's lies. I like the thing you do after you speak. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. What's, uh... Who is Betty? Is that the person that's crying? Hopefully, fingers crossed. Crying come from glowing dwarf. Glowing dwarf. Glowing dwarf kill other dwarves. And holy ones. And what about the loud screaming? The... Is that Betty? Betty tried to find how to kill dwarves. Betty not as smart, buglug thing. As Betty say she was. But Rip Lip says Buglug, not smart. Buglug, discreet. All right. But well. you. <laughs> <laughs> you killed dwarves. Yeah. You got sneezing for me for doing that, by the way? You want to help me out in any way? If you. Ready and rest of dwarfs, then Buglug get Buglug's friends. And we help and we maybe kill Riplip and Buglug become King Bullywug. I like where your head's at, my friend. But uh, Can I okay. roll to see if I wake up during this interchange? Sure. 
That's a 17. Yeah, you're. What do I hear him? You, I, I wake, you wake up, up to, to the sound. to the phrase King Bullywog. Oh, I can hear him speaking in common. Oh, I guess you can't. No, oh, yeah, he, you just you, like, you, you know. wake up to. And is Yanyan talking in common, or is he talking in Bullywog? Yanyan's talking in common, or whatever language Yanyan wants to be talking in. Okay, probably just be common. I don't think I'd be bully. Would I be Bullywogging? I'm Bullywogging, dude. That's what I want to no, be. You can't. You this. Can't speak uh, anymore. give me. Give me an arcana check. Uh, 17. Right. You think that whatever you ate contained the comprehend languages spell within it, which means that you can understand things, but doesn't mean that you can understand any spoken or written language, but it doesn't mean that you can speak it. Right. Cool. So you both, both you and Bugalog had to... And take this thing. I got you. Yeah. So he's speaking in his... I mean, I'm just speaking in common. Yeah. Yeah, so I can hear all the things that you're saying. Only me, though. Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm just gonna sit there pretending that I'm still asleep. So where is um? Where is Betsy? Betty in bed. Big rock. Uh, big rock room. Toys. Yes. With. Ha ha. <laughs> idiot. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah yes, I see. So it's a big screaming one. Is the idiot? Screaming one. Is dwarf. Dead, but still alive. And the crying one is Golden Dwarf? Glowing. Glowing. Okay. Buglog think. Scream dead live dwarf and glow dwarf. Friends. Touch parts together. That's... I've never All really right. heard it put that way, but... <laughs> okay. Well, Buglog was it, right? Buglog. Buglog. It was wonderful to meet you. And I'll, I'll come find you after I kill the dwarves. And I'll kind of close the door. Okay. You hear the muffled sounds of disagreement on the other side of the door. You, yeah, you can't quite, even with the comprehend languages spell, it's 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 muffled enough that you can't quite make out what they're saying. Buglug? Were you awake for that whole thing? You need to tell me what just happened. I just I tell I tell him about the all the golden dwarf glowing dwarf and the <laughs> big idiot. It was a real riveting conversation I had with them actually. Get it? Riveting? Huh? Huh? Okay, it's your turn. It's your turn to watch. So I guess it's it's fitting. So I'm going to go to sleep now. And I just like like a rag doll. I'm fucking tired. Eventually, Biggle, you you take over the watch for Yon Yon. And the rest of the night, throughout the various watches, goes by without any event. And other than the distant sobbing that seems endless and perpetual, almost supernaturally so, nothing happens and you all wake up the next morning. Right as rain. Alok, you wake up with your wounds healed, but horrible scars across the front of your neck. Similarly, Dodge. You wake up with scars. Extremely badass scars. Running up and down your forearm. <laughs> I assume there's just like blood all over my amazing hoodie. Did I press a digitation that, dude? That's what we call permanent press digitation. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was yeah. the you know what? That you guys, was a you great guys are joke. welcome, dude. <laughs> Thank Everyone you. listening to this right now, you're welcome. <laughs> that's, a, that's a laundry joke if you missed okay. it. That's a laundry oh joke. Oh my god, dude. 
<laughs> yeah. And that's it. We're done. Uh, thank you guys. See Thanks you next for joining week. us on this week of Dice Boys. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> enjoy early retirement. Yeah. So, what do you do at this point? Anything in the fridge? Ugh. What happened? Where are the dwarves? Did we win? Yes, we won. You just hear Judas say to himself, Well, we still haven't found the harp. Oh, Judas. They just look at the bright side, Judas. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming from him, too, by the way. And he says to you all, I need to tell you something. I know I told you I don't want Cost to take the harp to his dad, but the reason Cost had a dream or a one of his one of his spells, you know, one of his one of his moments when he was playing, and it was after he met you, Alok. And I don't know, I, I I'm just worried. He didn't he didn't want me to be around, and that's why he sent me. And he just insisted that that we find you guys, that we send you guys to get the harp, and that I go. And I've just I've I've known him, <laughs> I've known him long enough to to know that his visions are. You know, when he's playing, whatever the Orem is, it it or she speaks to him and through him. And I just, I feel like this is, you know, worse. I, I, I feel like I'm supposed to be here with you guys. And I know I haven't done a good job of proving that. But something, something important is happening here. You haven't been totally useless, Judas. I've seen some flashes of... Really greatness. Thanks. You too, man. Yes, Judas. A rose cannot choose where it grows, but it can choose how beautifully it blossoms. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm just trying to give it to him. You just give a big speech. I mean, as far as I'm aware, plants are entirely dependent on their nutrient absorption from yes, whatever know. environment that they exist in. He just got oh really cheesy and I thought he would, would touch him. Wake me back know. up and we're done with this conversation. Now, if what you're trying to say is that <laughs> Judas is in an environment where the nutrient uh, are rich in the soil, then yes, I would tend to agree with you that this is the prime opportunity for him to blossom. So, so what you're saying is that you guys are like the soil and I'm like the f- flower that's growing in the soil. Yeah, whatever you, you guys get are, from it is your... No, I would, I would completely disagree with this assessment. Um, but you, you have, need this sun too. You have definitely not thrived in this situation. <laughs> we, we have had I to feel the same way. Save you at just about every moment. This may be an example in the negative that you have learned that this is not what you are meant to do, but that this is what you, what you are meant not to do. Well, and sometimes the lesson is that you need to work a little harder. Yeah, no, absolutely. To achieve yeah. the okay. things hey, that real you want to achieve. Did Koss, when he mentioned me, did he say that... You're not going to replace me if that's what you're thinking. No, 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 no. <laughs> Easy. Um, but did he mention that he was going to play music with me? He said he had a song he wanted to play for you all when you come back with the harp. He's probably going to teach me. Okay, cool. Now that A-Luck has done fanboy... <laughs> what do we do? Well, we either fight a glowing dwarf or a big dwarf. Well, maybe we don't have to fight anybody. What are you talking about glowing dwarf and big dwarf? I explain, I explain it. I tell him the story of the bullywugs and everything. 
Tell everybody that story then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, so far, Bill's the only one. My friend, I will give you a tale <laughs> of how Yan Yan talks. So yeah, Yan Yan tells frog. you all about about this midnight rendezvous with <laughs> Bugalug and Bugahoo, and what a riveting conversation it was. Okay, really? Like, try like, twice. You're gonna try fun. for it. Someone's laughing. <laughs> Someone is laughing. I'm laughing out of sympathy. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, Yon Yon tells you this and specifically tells you that it sounds like this Betty person came here promising the Bullywugs that she would get rid of the dwarves and has not delivered on that promise. So, that with that. For Betty. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that information in hand, what would you all like to do? Get out of this kitchen. Yeah. Have we heard. Anything upstairs or anything? Just the perpetual sobbing that it's still going at this yeah. point is like a creaky pipe in your house. Like you just at this point have come to chalk it up to white noise. No, not Biggle. I'm ready to figure out what's going on with this crying dwarf. Yeah, okay. I see we go upstairs. I believe it's a uh, a ramp, not stairs. Quite, quite exactly, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> No, I do. I do believe oh that we should God. go up this ramp and uh, talk to this uh, this yeah, dwarf. I mean, how else, how this glowing up there? dwarf. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> all right, so yeah, we ramp up. Yeah, Judah. <laughs> Judah says that's. I I think that's a good idea, Matthias. You know, if there's anybody here that needs help still. We sh- we should help him. And this person sounds like they need help. Judas, I, I must. Uh, I wouldn't give you a so sure. Yeah, I, I want to give you pumps and brakes if you would. Um, <laughs> there's a very good possibility that they do not need any help per se, and that they are magically. Uh, oh, don't spoil it for him. Let him find out on his own. No, 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 no. This is the, he's already been through so much in this whole experience. We I all just, have. I believe that I asked you to listen to me. Oh yeah, um, no, I am. No, I'm so listening very in this closely. situation, um, we need to approach it uh, as scientists. So take your lead from Yon Yon, not from me. What about from me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. No, oh, yeah, follow, follow, I'll, I'll stick with you, Biggle. Biggle. He's, he's, he's not really big. your leader over there. Uh, don't follow me. Actually, uh, you, uh, Alok. Uh, yeah, boss. That's your guy. Alok <laughs> is Alok is going to escort you. Okay. In the back. I, yes, in the back. I want you to stay close to him and I want you to promise me that you're not going to touch anything. Okay. Unless it is a person who needs healing, then you can touch them and heal them. Just make this, but only like a lim- limited amount of times a day. Yes, oh, absolutely. No, I'm just telling you my capacity. No, I I understand your capacity. I Man's got to know his limits. Everybody right? does. I I think it's a good plan, everyone. I think Alok, we're going to get a, we're going to get along well. We can, you know. You watch my 6 and I'll watch your 12. I don't 100%. I don't know what that's referencing cuz I'm not sure I'm familiar with what a clock is, but <laughs> What? Never. <laughs> so if Alok, you watch it's just a saying, I you, think. So Alok, if you if you watch his six and he watches your twelve, and Dodge takes care of the rear. Man, I got nothing to do with that yeah, whole situation. Whole yes, no. So you will be in <laughs> the rear, and clear. then the rest of us will go and confront this uh, glowing dwarf. Is this what you said? 
The yeah, actually, you know what? I don't. I do not need to speak to that. Uh, Hence, why you went to Rio. It came yeah, from no, a no. frog, so I assume it's maybe well, the sun could have been hitting some armor. <laughs> well, let's go find out. I mean, you did have an entire conversation with it, so it is up to you. All right, so you all head out of the kitchen with Judas in tow, right behind Alok and Dodge. I'm assuming you're just kind of nice distance. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And nice. you make your way up to the next floor where all these living quarters are. And once again, you come to the top landing and look down this long, dark hallway. And even though you know that it's daylight now, outside this mountain estate, this this hall that's embedded in the mountain doesn't really let a lot of daylight in other than in that main entry hall. No sunlight? No sunlight. So it's it's just as dark as it was at nighttime. And you look down this long, dark hallway, as you did a few hours ago, and you don't see any movement. But you just hear the louder sobbing now, echoing down the hallway, out of the darkness. <laughs> uh, I look at Yon Yon. Uh, are we ready to do this? I don't know. This is going to get weird. Hey, Locke. Be prepared. Yeah, boss. I I am. I think we all slowly, like... Yeah, take a yeah. gulp. I got my sword out. I'm like, I'm holding my sword. Five of you with Judas. All six of you. Kind of... Tiptoe your way slowly down this somber, silent hallway past these open doorways that lead down into other rooms that look like living quarters, but they're darkened, empty. And at one point you pass a larger room that looks like maybe a, a bath room, like a large like large community bath. I've heard about these dwarven bathing rooms. They're I super would, sick. I would kill for a bath. And there is bury a I mean, to steam. Deep for a to be fair, we did already kill. There's so we own the bath. There's steam and humidity coming out of this room. Really? As you're... It's like it's been still going I think a natural hot spring yeah that seems interesting it's, it's, still it's, yeah, ge- geothermal you know or or some sort of dwarven mm-hmm. mechanism that keeps it perpetually running Dude, I'm thinking, I'm and as you get closer to the end of the hallway this sobbing is louder and louder <laughs> you can see there is another landing at the far end of the hallway with a rampway that only leads upward and the sobbing is echoing down from that rampway. The dedication that these dwarves have to no stairs is quite impressive to me. I mean, I don't really like cardio either, so... Yeah. You all proceed up the rampway. I keep going yeah. up the ramp. All right. You come... You go up the ramp a ways, and the sobbing gets louder and louder, and you come to another landing. This is basically the third floor of this mountain estate and you know you're getting further up in the mountain too the insides of the mountain uh, as we come onto this landing i want to clench the heart clock wand you can kind of feel its energy coursing through your hand as you're preparing yourself and when you get to this landing you see a pretty gruesome sight there is a set of double doors that is cracked open about a foot laying at the floor of that door 
is just a pile of bodies that are completely gored. Like how high are the bodies? About the height of your height, Biggle. About three to four feet up. Just bullywugs and dwarves completely torn asunder. Not to bring it back to Chile. Yeah. And instead of it being spread around, it was like it was quickly dumped upside down like a oh, sandcastle. Nice. Like a sloppy joke can like just coming out. to the can and it's like... Yeah. Gelatin and all. Damn to your sucks. right and left are two little alcoves with statues in them. Of uh, The statue to the right is of a dwarven male and the statue to the left is of a dwarven female. And so these two little alcoves to your right and left... And then just after that is the pile of bodies in front of this double door. And you can see this eerie blue light emanating from the room, bluish-white light. And the sobbing is very loud coming out of that room. (laughs) Do I get the sense that these statues are similar to the ones out on the bridge? Give me an insight check going to be a 17. These look decorative okay. to you. Uh, I also want real quick one to do some messages. Are there like names on them at all? Like yes. Yes. Um, Judas, do, can you see what those names say over there on the statue? Uh, yeah, indeed it is in Dwarvish and he says he points at the male one and he says that one says Johannes Woestone. And he points at the female one, and he says, that one says, Strozzi, Woestone. As this is happening, I'm pulling out my rope from my pack, and I'm tying it around my ankle. Mm-hmm. And I cinch the knot, and I say, I believe that we should uh, talk to this individual. And uh, if it does not offend anyone I would like to approach, if I do, in fact... Uh, fall unconscious or die in this scenario, could you please pull me back by the rope? Yeah, how hard? (laughs) (laughs) If I am unconscious, uh, it does not uh, matter the hardness that you pull, uh, just the quickness that you pull me back. So two quick details that I want to explain about these statues. The male dwarf is got a huge beard and is holding up a tankard in this statue. And the female dwarf has a long, giant, thick braid that curves around and is hanging off of one shoulder coming down the front. And she is holding a massive axe. An axe that is like the length of her body. But these are very clearly decorative stones. So a a normal-sized axe, but being held by a dwarf. Even wielded by a human, it would be or somebody of human size. It would be uh-huh. grotesquely uh-huh. large. I agree with you. I think it's time to figure out what what this crying is about, and make my way towards the light. Okay, so yeah, you kind of <laughs> step step over yeah. this squishy my, pile I of bodies. Pull out one flip, my bunny slipper stuck, and I'm like yeah. standing on one foot trying to pull it out of the yuck. Exactly. And put yeah. my put it back on. And so you step into the room, and with Matias shortly behind you, Dodge, I'm assuming you're hanging back down in the ramp well. You bet. I'm in there. Alok, are you going in? Um, I'm going to go in 
but stay close to the doorway. Okay. All right. So those of you that walk in, you see a female dwarf sitting on the edge of a large four-poster bed that is directly ahead of you. And there is a huge decorative rug on the floor uh, as you step into this room. And this is very clearly like a, a grand master bedroom. In front of the bed is a little brazier that has gone cold. And to the right and left of the bed are two giant wardrobes. Hanging on the wall above the bed is a massive axe that you recognize from the statue. This female dwarf is the source of this sobbing. You can see her shoulders are shaking and she has this giant braid that is cascading down from around the back of her neck over her shoulder and onto her front. She's sitting on the, on the side of the bed holding her face and sobbing. And what's most off-putting is that the light in this room, the light that was coming out of this room, is emanating from this dwarf. All of a sudden, as you step into the room, she stops sobbing, turns toward you all. And as she does so, you see that she has giant slashes, gaping open slashes that have torn open her neck. But no blood's coming out. Just these huge, open, gaping wounds. She looks at you all and says, So are you the ones I've been waiting for? God, I hope so. that's going to do it for this week. So we now know that someone named Betty told the Bullywugs that she'd get rid of the dwarves, but it sounds like she didn't quite follow through on that. Uh, but even with that knowledge, it's still fucking creepy and confusing here. Who is Betty? What does she want? And what about Strozzi Woestone, this eerie dwarf before our players? Has she lured them here to steal their souls? Or is there something larger at play? To find out, you'll have to tune in next time, which is going to be Monday, September 9th, the year 2019. Of course, if you're listening to this in the far distant future, none of this matters to you. And also, sorry about the uh, ecological disaster we've left for you, and I hope that... Um, things are going all right thanks so much for listening everyone i uh, really appreciate it um subscribe if you haven't that's uh, even more important now that we're moving into the two week or the every other week release that way you just you're reminded as you get uh, lost in the rhythm of life that uh hey here we are again and uh, make sure you tell your friends about us word of mouth is always great and uh, leave us a review reach out to us online uh, I want to say thank you to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine. Uh, I also want to say thank you to Matt Marble for letting us use his song Tomb Suba off his album Twilights. And of course, 
I want to say thank you to you, our listeners, for being amazing people. The rule, always be creative. And if you're a DM, the ABCD rule, always be creating dungeons. And uh, just thank you for everything you're doing and keep it up. Don't stop. Remember, the right play is the fun play. 